With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Glenn. Right, okay. I know why it was. It's because I already had the call open before. Okay. Because people hung up. Right, okay. <laughs> Skype, Skype is connected. So, let's try that again. <laughs> Take two. Let me know when you're recording, Jim. Yep, go ahead. All right. Hopefully this time it works. Send I hope so. Yay. All right. Here we go. Oh, sorry. For eternity. I love saying that. It's going to be difficult. Hello, everybody. Jerry Borash here in Titan Towers. Here to go through with you what has been happening over the last month here in the World Wrestling Federation. It has been... An explosive month, let me tell you, since Survivor Series. And we'd start out with a very auspicious note. It's Vince McMahon would address the WWF fans. Well, hello and welcome to Monday Night Raw. No, the dominated and conquered last night at Survivor Series, the show that proved that he is truly still the leader in sports entertainment. <laughs> there is no other like us. We have had competitors that have tried to get to our yeah, ring and yeah. challenges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last night, just go the others. Stephanie and Ring of Honor were knocked down. Northern Matter of World Wrestling Federation Championship and Undertaker failing me. <laughs> but that doesn't oh, matter. Like, you know, the industry is a loser, a failure, a shell of his own fire. Because I now have a new champion, and he is the man responsible for helping destroy Ring of Honor last night. He's responsible for arranging for Joe to return to World Wrestling Federation as the man who got the win for Team WWF last night. He is my champion, and he will be your next World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion of the World. Because the first roar of 2015, I am contractually obligating Brock Lesnar to appear on Roar and defend the World Wrestling Federation Championship against AJ. Style. Oh, it will be a Roar Super Show to remember in a couple of weeks. And Brock, what goes around comes oh, around. And everything that happens to you from this point forward will be your fault. I tried to play fair. I let you have fair chance or fair chance. And now the gloves are off. Pow. Oh. Oh. Yes, indeed, that roar was off to a hell of a start, and it would continue, as in the first match of the evening, The Shield would defeat LAX to retain the Tag Team Championships. We would then get a microphone. 
last night, we proved that no team on this roster or any other can beat us like we have been proving all year. We have dominated all year's tag team champions here, and we have beaten every other team from every other company that has stepped up and tried to prove us wrong. You see, that's just it. There's no competition anymore. There's no one left for us to beat. So we, right now, are handing out an open challenge. Hey. Yeah, that's right. No team can beat us. So we are daring anyone to try. Be careful what you wish for. Oh, yeah. Be careful. Oh yeah, I don't think the Shield really appreciates Jester uh, beating the shit out of Boston. Yeah, it's too You knew this was going to happen one day. What's going to happen? It's happening now, guys. Brown let out a loud reaction as the Royal Flush would come out, led by Daphne and Jack Jester. Jester with a microphone as he then turns as Abyss and James Mitchell to join them on the stage. Jester laughing as Abyss joins him side by side. God! <laughs> I like this. Weapon challenge. I like challenges. See, maybe you haven't been paying attention. You may have won more matches, but the group that everyone is talking about around here is us. The man who took a big boss man, sent him on the shelf. And when, when he came back looking for revenge, he asked you not to help. And he regretted that, as he was left bloodied and battered in a cell on Alcatraz Island, while I stand with a monster at my side. <laughs> I would like to introduce to you, my friends, the newest member of the Royal Flush, the Wild Card, Abyss. <laughs> I knew he was going to join them. I knew it. Oh, yes. Oh. You and I are two minds alike, able to come together and arrange this deal. See, no member of the Royal Flush was allowed on Alcatraz Island, so I went and found somebody who wasn't a current member and was in fact a raging force. And that force is now my wild god. And the combination of any man on this stage could now combine as two pair. And destroy going the, the shield. One of your ranks are already gone. Now it's time to take down the other two and take from you that which you hold most dear. Your World Tag Team Championships. Oh, ho, ho. You can try, but you'll fail. Now, see the last time I checked, you get a tag team title shot by beating people, which is what we do. We beat people. You don't beat people, you get yourselves disqualified. You beat people down the pipes. You don't win matches. When you do, when you beat people, come back. 
then maybe, maybe, we'll consider it. Well, the Gorlib was said the challenge was laid down. Flush would come out later on. Jester going up and down the ranks, deciding who would face the Dudley boys in the next tag matchup. He would judge each of the teammates' strengths and weaknesses, and eventually would get to ten, telling him that he is the weak link. And now oh. it's time oh. for the weakling to be cut. He would then order Abyss, King and Ace to beat down ten. Jester getting in a few licks himself and hitting the last left pile driver before ripping off Ten's costume and throwing him out of the ring. Oh. Jester would then yell after him that he has been sent to the discard pile. The combination of Ace and Abyss would then defeat the Easy Riders and continue to beat teams as the weeks would go on, both on TV and at house shows. Ace and Abyss would defeat the Hardys, the Dudleys, Bad Influence, and LAX as the weeks would go on. They would then challenge the Shield to a tag team title match on the first roar of the year, to which the Shield would accept. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with the women. Well, Hong Kong and AJ Lee were forced to team up by Mr. McMahon to take on the flushes Daphne and Paige, the queens against the two rivals who had some problems at Survivor Series, to say the least, and get on well. Lee, as AJ would leave Kong high and dry in the middle of the ring, who would fight both women off until after until Daphne would get her lead pipe. Getting them DQ'd, Paige and Daphne would beat Kong down as AJ would just look on, conflicted, and head to the back. Next week, Kong would end AJ and would get it. The match, however, would not last long as Paige would interfere and get them down. The next week, Daphne and Paige would talk, call out the two. Would call out the two. Saying how they could not get along and that would be all. Later in the show, AJ and Kong would then find each other backstage and decide their differences aside but promising each other that once the flushiest women were dealt with they would deal with each other and on the other side of things for the women Beth Phoenix would continue feuding with both of the beautiful people eventually able to get her hand Angelina Love and give her a glam slam to the floor injuring oh, Angelina Love oh, God damn. it would then be Beth versus Velvet next week where Beth would destroy Sky and leave her laying with three glam slams as you can see there, each one of them with heavy impact, leaving them for good measure before getting a win. After the match, however, Trish Stratus would appear, coming out and telling Beth that they have unfinished business from a couple of years back, and she is challenging Beth to a match on the first roar of the year. Oh, whoa. And in other wow. things that's been happening, Okada has been continuing his undefeated streak, getting hard-fought victories over opponents over opponent after opponent, including Tyler Breeze in a good matchup. After the match, after the match, Breeze would be found backstage by Gene Oakland, saying that he isn't ready for the big time as a pro wrestler, obviously, and he proved that at Survivor Series and in his match with Akata. But he will be, once he trains. Breeze would then leave and we hadn't seen him for a couple of weeks. Or oh. so... What's been happening is bad influence have continued their torrents of Randy Matchman Savage who continued promos in the ring, continued video packages, and the climax of which was when they when they would bring out a blow up doll of Elizabeth into the ring what? and beat it up, giving it three consecutive oh Matchman elbows. But if uh, we can move on from that, let's go to what's been going on with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Of course, we heard the big announcement, and we'll get to the results of the WWF Championship match in just a little bit. 
but we've got to show you this. This was the interview conducted by Jim Ross with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, in which they Ooh. were asked to explain Survivor Series. Yeah, we well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, thank you for joining me. Now, there's a lot of questions that were asked after Survivor Series. Just who was in it with who? What deals were made? Were you in on the thing, Samoa Joe? Was Vince McMahon behind it all? Hopefully, we'll get some answers during this. And AJ, of course, we'll, we'll start with you. And I'll ask you, was this plan that you said at the Survivor Series, were you the mastermind of this entire thing just because you felt undervalued? Right? You just want to get straight down to it. Okay, I'll get to it. Was Joe in on it? Yeah. Was Vince in on it? No. Me and Joe got together over the course of a couple of weeks, and we talked about it. We talked about how active, you know, at least the companies were battling, and Stephanie was practically going to get her father's. And it just ain't relevant as, you know, brand supremacy, and, you know, we'd all be traded back and forth. Me and Joe have pretty much been with the WWF for this this entire time. Joe has. I was brought in almost right the way after the first year. And, you know, we've been WWF purists, and um, that may be who we are now, but it doesn't define us. And we felt valued in the WWF, and that's why Joe's been, you know, hopping around and making better deals and things, because it seems whenever he's brought back into the fold, and he's been put back in that spotlight, but then the spotlight is always kind of snatched away. But at least he was given that opportunity. You know, he wasn't given that opportunity over the last three years? Me. You remember 2011, JR? You remember, you remember three years ago? Yeah. Yeah, you should. Because I was WWF champion. Mm-hmm. You know how long I was WWF champion for? Well, a good couple of months. A yeah. long last time. Majority of the year. Yeah. And when I lost it, I won it back. And then I made up at WrestleMania, and uh, it was in a triple threat match, and no other champion had to deal with that. Oh, yeah, I tell some more Joe this year, of course. So, uh, Vince loves screwing his, his guys who make him money. But, so, yeah, I, you know, I'm on top, I'm the champion, and all of a sudden, things change. And, you know, he starts bringing back the time, pick a favorites, all of his legendary names from all over history, and... It, we, I, I sat it at the top, the leader of that camp, me and Sean and Joe and Brian, and we fought that legendary group because we wanted to drop them out and prove that we were the new generation. We are who belonged in the main events in this day and age. Not them. They should go and retire. And we won. We won that battle against legendary, but I kind of started to think that maybe we'd lost. Because Joe may have been champion, but... While all that stuff's going on, what was I doing? I was relegated. You know, I was pushed down the card. Every chance I get over the past couple of years to become champion. And that was very rare when I actually did. But every time I was given that brass ring, Vince always likes saying about his brass rings, right? I'd go to grab it and he'd snatch it away from me. Now, wait a minute. You were given multiple WF title shots, and you lost those matches. You can't blame that on anybody else but yourself. But you seem like you're blaming Vince McMahon. Surely he's the guy who you should be blaming for this, not Brian or anybody else. Well, see, you, you cut me off in the middle of that sentence, so, you know, if I could just backtrack, <laughs> that's where I was going there. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. did get cut off. Yeah, he okay. did. That's true. I failed. I, I was beat by this guy. He was the most dominant champion this company's ever had. Definitely of the most recent generation. 
that they had. I had no shame in saying that I was beat by this guy. But, you know, I only got a couple of opportunities to say multiple. No, I only got a couple. And it didn't seem like the opportunities were coming as much as they were for others. You know, mm. some people who could take six months off when WrestleMania was done, come back oh, six months yeah. later at SummerSlam, oh, yeah. and automatically they get a title shot. You know what I'm talking about. Or or even guys yeah. who would go elsewhere because they got better deals elsewhere. And then when they got bored of that, they'd come back and they'd get title shots over me because they were more popular and they sold more t-shirts. Yeah. You know, there's only so many times it can happen, JR, before you start to realize that you're not going anywhere. You're spinning your wheels. I tapped the top, I reached the peak, and then when they were done me, I was put back and I was a good hand. I could give people a good match, a good entertaining match to watch, but I was never going to be allowed to reach the level that I was in. And every time I was given that opportunity, somebody else would always seem to be in the way. And that man may have been Samoa Joe, and I don't grudge Joe from that guy, but he was that guy. He was put over me quite a lot. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to start in between us, Joe, but, you know, if you look at the t-shirt sales and uh, things like that, I matched you. <laughs> I was just a, a champion in Vince McMahon's eyes as you were, but you were always but ahead of me. But, you know, you know, we, we've been able to, to, you know, recoup our friendship and we've talked all this through many hours. We've worked this thing through and we weren't able to settle that. And I'm okay. As I said, I'm, I'm okay with Joe being the guy. But the problem I have is with, you know, John Cena being the guy or Stone Cold Steve Austin being the guy. And I wanted it to be Austin. When me and Joe made this plan, and I said, let F. I didn't use the word F, but I said, let's F. Let's <laughs> F both companies. I know what he means. the pride and show that it ain't about them. It ain't about Vince. It ain't about Stephanie. God to heck with the McMahons. It's about <laughs> us. It's about me. It's about him. It's about us being in the spotlight. And finally we were. Nobody was talking about Ring of Honor anymore. Nobody was talking about WWF. Nobody was talking about McMahons. They were talking about AJ Styles. And I did that. We did that. But what we did in the end of Survivor Series. And mm -hmm. yeah, I wanted it to be Austin. Austin, you know, was eliminated. Dean Ambrose, you know, good on him. So uh, we went for number two, and number two turned to be Brian. It was just wrong place, wrong time. Okay, so you wanted it to be Austin. If he was truly, you know, representing the people who you feel were put ahead of you, when Austin was eliminated, should you not then have perhaps altered your plans and decided to maybe go a different way about it? No. Because there was still somebody in that rank who was unfairly being put ahead of me. Oh, you mean Brian? Yeah. Yeah, I mean Brian. Do you know the last time that Brian was, was WWF champion? Yeah. 2010. Four years ago. That's mm. how often he got to the top. And do you remember those times when I beat him when I was WWF champion? But still, I'd go out and I'd get a, you know, an alright reaction, but he would come out and the crowd would go crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. 
<laughs> the guy. This should be our guy. He's the guy they put in the ring with Brian Lesnar, and he failed miserably. But yet, when he comes back, he's embraced as guy again. Got everybody's awesome. Whereas little old me, Auntie Dirty, standing in the background of Steve Austin. <laughs> Brian gets the big return, the big spotlight. Yeah, that, you know, I, I was toying with the idea of doing it. What well, we talked about what ended up happening and that night, the Monday before Survivor Series, when I was standing in that ring behind Stone Cold Steve Austin, behind Brian Danielson, as they were sparring off with the RH guys on the ramp. Yeah, that's what I decided. That's when you decide. <laughs> that's when I decided that nobody matters for me. <laughs> and me and Joe were able to find a common ground. But the only person that I'm looking out for from now on is AJ Styles. Because caring about other people, letting other people get ahead of me, is exactly what got me treading water in this company for three years. <laughs> mm. So you finally spoke the okay, truth. Well, so well. you keep saying about these people who are put over you, and it seems like one of the major guys that you feel is in your way was Samoa Joe. So why... Are you and him now friends? Why have you been able to broker a deal to get some more Joe's job back? Like I said, we talked about it. We put everything behind us. And I had come to this realization over the last couple of weeks. What Joe realized a year, or it was about a year ago, right? When when he joined Paul Heyman. That's when he decided that hell with, you know, popular opinion to hell with everybody else. Nothing else matters but him. And he writes, and we are alone in our agreement that nothing matters but us. And don't get me wrong, we're, we're a unit now. You know, we've come to this interview together because you asked us here together. We made the deal at Survivor Series because we were the two guys on opposite sides of the ring. Joe wanted back in the WWF. He was forced out of the WWF by Vince McMahon. And he wanted a way back in. He didn't want to go back. To... <laughs> I wouldn't even call it its name anymore. You know, <laughs> he didn't want to go back to that company. Oh. And so he, he oh. came spoke to me. But we're a tag team. We're not together as a unit. We just happened to be the right guys at the right time. And, you know, keep rolling back to Brian. And I, I do feel Brian was put ahead of me. I do blame Brian for a lot of that. But at the end of the day, as I said, he's the wrong place, wrong time. And he was the wrong guy. You know, he, he was the guy who was left on the other side who he had to screw. All right, well, Joe, uh, you've been very quiet through this entire thing, just sitting there, uh, glaring. I'm going to use a word that people have used to describe you this year, which is a mercenary, which is totally what you've been. You were the WWF champion. You lost the title. You signed up with CM Punk and did everything you could to screw Punk and become WWF champion again, and you screw Punk to go back off its band. And then, because Vince McMahon made you leave the WWF after SummerSlam, you then would turn in him and go with ROH. And then, as soon as he arrives for you to return to WWF, you'd return to him and team up with AJ Styles. It seems like all year you've been siding with somebody else, whoever could get you the money. Well, we seem like that because that's exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> difficult to see what my MO is, JR. I've been going for the money, is. That'll make life best for me and, you know, make me the best living for me and my family. That's 
AJ said it. You know, a year ago, I decided that nobody matters, but <laughs> and whoever has the best deal wins. AJ had the best deal. I wanted to be in the WWF again. We sorted out a deal. There was no flaw in his plan. I get to come back to the WWF. I get more money out of it. More people are talking about me. No downside to it. Do you not feel, though, that since we hired you from the WWF, do you not feel that you coming back as part of this deal as soon as, as soon as the glow of Survivor Series is dissipated and Vince doesn't remember what you did for him? Do you not feel like you're in danger of being at his mercy again? Well, judging by the contract works that we had, no. Vince has to pay me everything. I could sit at home, I could do nothing, but this time, there's no way he can terminate me from my contract. I believe the word Ooh. was oh. iron. What? Oh, oh God. No. There's a lot of screwing around with my contract this year. I love that down to you. I'm not going to deny it. I've been trying to get the best deal for myself, and now I have. The best possible deal. I'm I'm happy. That's all I'll say. So you surely are a mercenary. Nothing matters but money to you now. Well, then, being WF champion, but right now, AJ is the guy coming my job back. I'm happy to step back and let him have the spotlight for a while. As he said, I had it for a long time. I'm happy to let him step back into it uh, as a favor to him. Payment. He got me back in the WF. And to repay him, I'm going to let him be WF champion. You're going to let him be WF champion. Do you not see... Yes. Do you not see an issue, AJ? Do you see a conflict inherently between you two that eventually you two are going to collide? Yeah, I do. Like I said, we're on our team. Right now, he's repaying me and he's going to do everything he can to make sure I become champion. Right now, we're a unit. Pretty soon, we won't be. Come to the Royal Rumble, I'm champion, and he wins the Royal Rumble match. Face the wrestling. I made that time win then, right? Right. All right, then. Last question. You're challenging Brock Lesnar for the WF Championship on the first four of the year. You have Vince McMahon in your corner. You have Samoa Joe in your corner. Are you going to be the bad man on that night? Or are you going to utilize other means the cheap way? Okay, right, you're asking me if Joe's going to interfere and help me win that match? No. Will Vince McMahon interfere and help me win the match? No. JR, I am giving you my word. My word of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. But <laughs> I will work out of that ring the WF champion. And I will do so by pinfall or submission. Mm. No nonsense. I promise you there will be no outside interference. I promise you there will be no shenanigans. I don't trust him. Brock Lesnar will be pinned, or he will submit at our world champion. All right, AJ Styles, tomorrow, Jill, thank you for this time. We'll uh, see what happens. Interesting interview, ladies and gentlemen, and that night, that in the main event, it would be Kurt Angle against Brian Danielson. Oh, and as you can imagine, this was a technical classic, going Jeez. 27 Jeez. and 31 oh, minutes wow. long, ending Jesus. when Angle gets German suplex from the apron to the floor oh. and was counted out. 
Brian able to just roll back in the ring at the last second. Brian would then speak his mind to AJ, saying that he would get his sooner or later, and whether he was the right guy at the wrong time or any other of the stuff that he mentioned, he'll be the right guy to kick his face in, and that's a direct quote. But, but then as Kurt Angle would be standing up behind him, Austin Aries would appear and hit Angle with a brainbuster. Oh, Aries would then get on the microphone and say that he is challenging Angle because he was a great IC champion himself, and it will be Kurt Angle versus Austin Aries, and Austin will put his Intercontinental title Damn. on the line. Whoa. Finishing his words, <laughs> Angle was next. And that's about all the time we have here, ladies and gentlemen, before we do. On this past week's Roar, we got comments from Paul Heyman on the match with Styles and Brock Lesnar next week on Roar. Let's see what Paul Heyman had to say. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Your name. And I am the advocate for the still reigning and still defending WWF champion... Brock Lesnar. And I am the one behind the one the Undertaker tap out at Survivors. I told you all. I told you I said don't cheer dead man. He will just let you down in the end. And that is exactly He's what right. happened. You cheered him and he let you down. Think of the people with technical acrimony the Undertaker has faced over the years. The Bret Hart's, the Shawn Michaels, the Brian Danielsons, the Kurt Angles. None of those men have the Undertaker to quit. Not until Survivor Series. Now, I will give Undertaker all the credit in the world. He brought Lesnar to the limit. It was a war at Survivor Series. And in my personal opinion, I think it may have been the match of the year. At the end of the night, though he may not have felt like it, my client was the winner. He was the victor in that match. And my client made the Undertaker mortal. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think you'll see The Undertaker again. I mean, The Undertaker couldn't possibly show his face around here again. Because The Undertaker is a quitter. My client made The Undertaker a quitter. The Undertaker is a quitter. The Undertaker is a quitter. The Undertaker is a quitter. Brock, Brock, I don't think this microphone is working. I think the people need to understand that The Undertaker is a quitter. He is a quitter. He quit on every single one of you, like I told you that he would. Because The Undertaker is nothing more than a quitter. And a quitter at the hands of the beast, Brock. Which brings us to tonight. My client, once again, unfairly has been dragged to defend 
this big gold shining belt here. And against AJ Styles. You know, AJ, that was a hell of a plant you manipulated at Survivor Series. And while I can appreciate sticking it to old Vinnie Mac, you are going to pay dearly. Maybe instead of title matches, you should have asked for a raise or something. Because <laughs> you will get nothing from tonight. You will leave empty-handed just like The Undertaker did at Survivor Series because oh, my client, Brock Lesnar, will be champion for a long time. That is not a prediction, but just like I told you heading into the Survivor Series, that's a spoiler. And that will about do it here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go down the card for next week's first Roar of the Year Super Show. It will be for the Division Tag Team Championships as the Triad will defend in a four-corners tag team match against the Briscoe Brothers, Lenny Kick, and the American Wolves. The Mysterio will return from Ring of Honor. He felt unfairly cheated out of his title match against Inter Survivor Failing Cancer as the deal to get Rock Lesnar to come defend the WF Championship. He has been granted a rematch, and it will be Kenta defending against Rey Mysterio in that match. The Phoenix will take on Trish Stratus. Or some Kong and Jay Lee will team up again, this time hopefully successfully, against the Queens of the Royal Flush Daphne Mage. For the Intercontinental Championship, it's in Aries against the Olympic Gold Medals. Kurt Angle, you don't want to miss that yeah. one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I the Championships, as the Shield will take on Abyss and Ace. The Royal Flush. Oh, oh. And the main event, Brock Lesnar will come from Ring of Honor once again and defend the WF Championship against AJ Styles. You may not have a horse in this race, ladies and gentlemen, but we will have a WF Champion, and will this finally be not when Brock Lesnar is dethroned? We we'll have to see next week. Join us then, ladies and gentlemen, for Super Show Roll. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.